Hola, hola, it's your girl Erica from America. Welcome to the Confidence Chronicles podcast. This podcast is all about helping you stand in who you are. Stop giving a fuck what people think about you. Start standing as your fully expressed self. As you are, as is, there is no filter needed. You are fucking awesome, and I am here to remind you. I'm a confidence coach, and I'm a bold stand for confidence, and I cannot wait to dig into today's episode with you. Hello, my love. Welcome back to the show. So this episode is a single ladies series. This is a good one. Also, though, if you're in a marriage, if you're in a relationship, the things that I share are things that usually come up in our relationships and in our marriages. And it's a good one for you to listen to, even if you're not a single lady. But if you are a single lady, it is going to save you so much time. And we're going to get to get down and dirty about what we do and the habits that we've been Uh, having in relationship and in the dating world that are keeping us from getting what we want. And so I wanted to do this episode. And if you are looking for more single ladies series, they are here on the podcast. I've done a bunch of episodes for single ladies because I think it's such an important thing that we don't think about. We just want a relationship. And so we shared some nuggets of wisdom. I'll tag some of the other episodes in the show notes so that you can listen to those. But today, this is something I've been hearing quite a bit from my amazing listeners, you who are single, my Instagram uh, audience, and some clients and friends of mine. And so I wanted to discuss this topic on, are you better off alone? And that reminds me of the song, if you think I'm better off alone. Do you remember that song? Or am I like super old? Anyway, I'm pretty sure it was out when I was in high school and I have a raspy voice still. So you're welcome. (laughs) Are you better off alone? And what I mean by that is in this season in your life right now, is it a good idea to get into a relationship or should you spend some time solo by yourself? And why I say this is because what happens, and I'll share with you what happened for me, and maybe you resonate with this, is we have patterns in our lives that we repeat, patterns in relationships, patterns in our partnerships, in our marriages, in our romantic relationships. We might attract similar people. Have you ever attracted the same person, different face, same energy, same shit, but a different person? I have many times. And what it taught me was that I was putting something out there. I was accepting a certain level from the men. I was dating men. If you date women or whoever you resonate with, put your person there. But for me, I was dating men, boys really. And I kept attracting this same thread in the guys that I was finding. And when I led the thread back to me, it was because I didn't believe I was worthy. It was because I didn't think I was good enough. It was because I thought I was broken, damaged, and I couldn't get anyone better. So I was putting up with this mediocre level of of love, care, relationship. And it was only because I didn't believe I could have something else. And I didn't believe that I would be okay by myself. If I genuinely drilled down to it, I really thought that I needed to be with a man, to be happy. I needed a relationship. I needed companionship. And it didn't matter what kind. It didn't matter the quality. It just mattered that someone was there. I don't know if you've ever felt like that. 
But when we think about, are we better off alone? I want you to think about the season in your life. There are seasons and there are times where we are called to be on our own, where we need to walk the journey solo. Some of us have been walking it solo for too long and others not long enough because we have a fear of doing that. We have this fear that if we are alone, we're not going to be able to be happy or we're not going to know what to do with our lives or we're going to need to seek validation or permission from someone or you know, we'll never find anyone and we're going to die alone. Like all of these fears come in and there's so much benefit for you spending some time alone. And I just want to share some of the things that I've seen with my clients that I think might support you and you might resonate with if you are currently in this situation. And one of the first things is you really don't know you. You really don't know what you need, who you are, what your values are, what you're about, what's important to you, what must you do or have in your life, what is not okay for you, what's a hell no, what's a non-negotiable, what do you need to make you happy, what pisses you off, what makes you feel calm, what do you desire, what's your love language, how do you want to be loved, how do you love, what do you want in your life, who are you truly and really, who have you pretended to be, who are you done being, Who are you committed to becoming? Some deep questions here that when we are in the distraction of trying to find a person, a relationship, because we don't want to be alone with ourselves, with our thoughts, because we don't want to be air quotes lonely. I mean, I know so many people in relationships that are lonely as fuck. They are in a relationship. They are in a marriage. And on the outside, it looks really happy. But in the inside is a lonely person. And I don't want that for anyone. What's the point of just finding a partner, getting married so your parents don't give you a hard time? What? So that you did it by the age of 40 so that, you know, you fit into society. But who gives a damn if you're not happy? The whole point of partnership and finding love or companionship is so that you are happy and you're enjoying yourself. Not all the time, not 24-7. The shit's not perfect, right? But the point of it is for your joy, your happiness, your fulfillment, for you to be content not just to have a relationship and hate your life and hate your partner and not get on well and be miserable. But everybody could say, oh, you got married before you were 40. Who cares? I believe that we are taught to do things to make other people happy, that we need to supposedly, air quotes, be married by 35, have babies by this age, you know, settle down, buy a house. There's so many narratives that we got told as women. And I'm like, none of it is true. More and more, we're having babies older. Some people are choosing not to, which I think is a great idea if that's for you. I can see why people wouldn't want to have a baby or have a child and bring a person into the world. And I can see why people do. I had babies myself. But these are the things that we have to be willing to break the norm of society, of what our parents think we should do, of what society says a woman should be doing at this age or whatever it is. It's, there's so much conditioning and cultural like legacy burdens that we step into that we don't even, we're not even aware of. So I think being alone for a little while gives us many benefits. And one of the big benefits is you get to spend time with you. You get to see what you want. You get to understand what you don't want. You get to be with yourself and call the shots in your life and be uncomfortable to go out to eat by yourself if that makes you uncomfortable. At the beginning, I couldn't be alone. I was like Kling Master Flex. I still am with my husband. I love to do shit with him. I hated being by myself. I didn't want to be by myself ever. 
I, I was a relationship hopper. I was jumping from one relationship to another to relationship to another relationship. One time I had two at once, you know, like no judgment. <laughs> I was young and, you know, I didn't want to be alone. And when I looked at that, I couldn't stay still. I couldn't be with myself. I couldn't be with what I thought about myself. I couldn't be with my thoughts about myself. I couldn't be with my lack. I couldn't be with it. So I tried my hardest to distract, to filter, to find people that would be with me and and validate me because I was not validating myself. And so I think it's a great idea to spend time alone and really start to get to know yourself and what you want and what you like. Start setting up what's important to you and your values. And I'm not one to say make a list of the dream man or the dream woman you want. I don't, I don't believe that. I'm sorry. Because when we be making those lists, and if I've said that in the podcast before, it is 2022, Friday, the 26th of August. And I don't believe that anymore. Okay. <laughs> Just for the record, you make a list of these people. I want them to be wealthy. I want them to be fit. I want them to be healthy. I want them to be funny. I want them to be smart, college educated, wealthy, this, that, you know, professional, have a job, be driven, be audi- whatever. And then I'm like, are you those things? Like if we can't match the dream list that we are asking for, How's that going to work? How does that attract and manifest to you? And I believe when you spend time alone and you're by yourself, you are able to start creating the things that you want in a person. You start becoming those things. You start being professional. You start being somebody who gets their money right. You start being somebody who gets their mind right working on themselves. You start being someone who's reliable, you know, somebody who's um, driven. You start being that. And you can't not attract that back. There's another thing I want to talk about. It is attracting. When we don't do the work on ourselves and when we relationship hop from person to person and we don't learn the lesson that we just had in that last relationship and the person is literally the, what did I used to say? Same guy, different dick, right? That's what I used to say. It's like, it's the same dude. Literally, I dated the same guy, but he's different, different face. It's not him, but it might as well be him because the energy is the same. And when you hop like that, you don't get a chance to sit with yourself and go, hold on a minute. Let's evaluate. Let's consider how that relationship was. Was I happy? Were there any red flags that I missed? Where did it go wrong? Where did I stop feeling good? Where did I stop prioritizing myself? When did I feel like this wasn't a good relationship for me? Why didn't I speak up for myself? When did that happen? How long have I known this about this person? Why wasn't I open to seeing it? What was I hoping for? Like you really start evaluating who you were being in the previous relationship to be able to hold and attract and magnetize that. If you don't unpack that, like I say in the podcast, you don't Sherlock Holmes that shit. If you don't go back and go, hold on, let me rip this up and just have a look at who I was being and how I attracted that and how I allowed that. Oh, that's when that happened. Okay, cool. Not to judge yourself. Okay, this is not about self-judgment. But if you don't understand what you did and why you did it and how that happened, You can't reverse engineer the opposite. You can't create what you want if you don't know how you got what you didn't want. Who got that? Who were you being? Who were you being that you thought that was okay to be walked all over, to be verbally abused? Some of us um, physically abused, sexually abused, financially abused, mentally abused. Like, how did we allow that? Who were we being? What were we hoping for? What in us were we trying to heal through that relationship? What in us was trying to be validated? 
And I think these are the, the really difficult questions that if we're willing and brave enough to go back to those circumstances and go, what happened there? And really like Sherlock Holmes, look for the evidence, unpack it, ask questions, not in judgment, but in curiosity. Because when we do this, we are able to understand why and how and what and have compassion for ourselves. And through compassion, we learn where we went the wrong way, where it didn't work, where we let our boundaries come down, where we ignored the red flags. Why do we want to do this? Because the next relationship is around the corner. And just because time has passed, it does not mean that you have taken those lessons. I talk about it all the time. You got to go back and reclaim the lesson from the difficult situation. Because if you don't, uh, what does Wayne Dyer say? You got to take the class again. If you fail algebra, you got to take that shit again. What makes you think you're not going to go through that same lesson? You haven't completed that. You haven't gained it. You haven't understood the lesson. So, of course, the universe, God, Buddha, Allah, whoever you believe in, is going to throw it right back to you. Like, yo, boomerang, hello. You haven't got that yet. Let me keep hitting you with that until you open your eyes and see that you need to value yourself. Until you open your eyes and see that you don't need a man or a woman to make you feel worthy. Until you open your eyes and see that you are the only one that can validate yourself. That you need self-compassion. That another is not going to make you whole. You are already whole and complete as you are. And that is the problem that we think that we're not. And we seek to others to fill us. And they are also like us, wounded. We are all wounded, looking to be whole with the others. Like, no, you come as one. When we do power couple shit, it's not a power couple. It's a powerful individual with another powerful whole individual. Coming together creates the power couple. It's not one person is half, the other one is full, and coming together you create a power couple. No. We don't need anybody to complete us. We have to be okay with seeing where we have lacked that validation of ourselves, where we haven't been okay to be alone with ourselves and with our thoughts. That's another one. If you are constantly distracted by relationships, by people in your house, by different men or women or dates or swindler or twindler fucking swiping and left and right and going on dates and being with people and getting drunk and spending nights with people, and you don't even know if who that person was, it, like that was some of my shit, right? Like just getting drunk, being out in the clubs, not even knowing who was who, having a bunch of men in my phone, just really numbing out, trying to find what was I looking for that none of those people gave me, by the way, that they were never able to give it to me. I had to give it to myself. And it only happened with giving myself my own attention. We give our attention to the phones. We give our attention to work. We give our attention to children, to our employees, to business. We give our attention to our family. What would happen if you gave a little bit of your own attention to yourself? What would happen? Can you imagine? You would get to know yourself. You would get to understand yourself. You would get to feel internally in your body that, oh, that doesn't feel good. You would get the senses. You would get that intuition in your stomach like, oh, this person that I came on a date with, not they're not good. I don't feel good about them. You would have more confidence in yourself. You will be self-led. You won't be led by this seeking validation, this fear of being alone at 40 or whatever that is, this fear of what if I can't have babies? Oh my God, this fear of I'm, I'm still not married. That's just fear. If you lead with fear, what is that going to create for you? When you are self-led and you have that energy where you know that exactly where you need to be is where you are and there's no rush and there's no need to fill the space and that you can be with thyself, you can be with yourself, be in your own company and start to really get to know you, 
Do you know yourself? I love journaling. Yo, I talked about the podcast previous to this, the five days off the grid. All I did was get to know myself, my mind. I'm like, okay, I'm a psycho. <laughs> I can't not stop thinking about things 24-7 when I have nothing to do. My mind's making up shit. I'm journaling stuff. That's how our mind works, right? Very hard to be still. But I got to know myself more. I got to understand what I desired and what I feared and what I truly wanted, what I was currently getting, why I was feeling that way, what I needed. I got to understand what I needed. What do you need right now? I mean, I think since the first podcast I recorded, I've been asking that question to you, listeners. What do I need right now? Ask yourself that. It's not another relationship. It's not putting someone else with that person that just left, fill that gap. It's not. Have you truly been sitting and being with yourself? Have you spent time with yourself? Do you know what you need? Have you listened to your own fears? Have you listened to your desires and your dreams? Have you given it a space to share that yourself on paper? I do it on paper. It's the best. It's like I talk to myself on paper. And because I'm reading it, it literally feels like I'm having a conversation with something else. It's me, but it's not me because I disassociate when it's on paper. If I keep that shit in my head, I don't. I think I am my thoughts. I think I am my loneliness. I think I am my stories that I tell myself about how I'll be single forever and never find anyone because I'm not worthy. We need to disassociate and see that that is not true. It's just a thought that you're thinking. And maybe you've thought that thought a lot, and now it's become a belief. As Abraham Hicks says, a belief is just a thought you think a lot. And if you're finding evidence for this thought, which you are, it's going to continue to go, yup, yup, see, I'm alone. See, no one will love me. See, my mom was right. See, I should have blah, 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 blah. And that shit's not helpful. So what do we do? What am I getting to here? I hope I'm getting you to understand that being alone with yourself is amazing, even if it's terrifying, even if you're like, hell no, I don't want to do that. It's amazing because you will get to know yourself on such a different level and what you accept in relationships and what you desire, and what you want and why you want it. You just get to know yourself. I can't explain it any better than that. Journaling, being with yourself, writing, Number one. Number two, get someone to guide and support you. Get a therapist, get a coach, get a healer, you know, get a clairvoyant, whatever, whatever floats your boat, whatever floats your boat. Get someone to guide and support you on the journey of the growth and your inner work and unraveling the onion that is the work that is your thoughts, your beliefs, what you think about yourself, your trauma, your fears, you know, the past relationships, all the patterns, the shit of how you grew up with your mom and your dad or whoever raised you, you know, what you worry about, what you think about, working on you. I'm telling you, the reason why me and Hamish, my husband, have such an amazing, and I'm not just saying that shit, yo, I've, I've never met anyone to this day with a relationship like me and Hamish. I've never met them. I don't know. I, I've... It's next level. And we continuously work on ourselves. I'm talking every day. Like we're reading a book about something. We're up-leveling something. We're learning something. We're journaling, both of us. We are on the journey of, of getting better and better as a human being. And because I'm on that journey and he's on that journey, we together are better. And so, I don't know, I hear this from all of my clients that are married. The hardest thing is my husband doesn't want to do the work. My partner doesn't want to do the work. They don't understand. It's hard. 
And I feel like that happens because two people meet not doing any work on themselves with their shit, with their wounds, and they try to come together to make themselves whole. But if you could choose right now, if you are single and you are alone right now, meaning you don't have a partner and you could choose right now to develop yourself, to work on yourself, to get someone to guide you, to, to move your body, to travel, to, to get out there and experience your life and not be so obsessed with finding a relationship. I need to find a relationship. I just need to get married. I just need to have kids. Blah, blah. Force, 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 force. That's all force. I just need to make it happen. This has to happen. I have to do it. It's like, yo, if it's not happening, be with that. If it's not happening fast and not as fast as you want and you can feel yourself forcing it, it's like, can you surrender a little bit? Can you trust that the right person will come when they're coming? And if they're not here yet, it's because they're not here yet. That the right person is on its way. Trust that. I know it sounds fluffy. I get it. I know, especially when you're like, I just want a relationship. I want affection. Trust that they're on their way. Number one. Number two, second part of this, it's like manifesting. I want to be a millionaire. I want to be a millionaire, but I don't sit my ass in the bed and not get up. <laughs> so I, I say that, let's say, but I also do what I need to do. So trust that they're on their way. And in the meantime, do what you need to do. Like say, I want a relationship. I'm ready to find love. Speak about what you desire. Work on being the frequency, the match of what you want. Are you a match to that? Are you that already? Because you can't attract what you don't have. Like you can't attract it. And so if I want some high level person who's working on themselves, full of energy, whatever, whatever the hell my list is, I better be that too. Can you start working on that? Can you start becoming the, the person who has a beautiful, healthy relationship now? How does that person act? What do they do? Where do they hang out? What do they spend their time? Not just saying, I want relationship. I wish I had a partner. Not just speaking it, but also creating the action around it. What are you doing day to day? Are you stuck at home 24-7? Do you go out? Do you tell your friends? Do you date? I don't know. I mean, I'm not in this world right now of this swiping shit. I don't know how. That's hard, man. I don't know if I could do that. I just go out to places and look at people in the eyes and smile and start chatting. I'm like an in-person kind of dating, <laughs> you know, like I need to meet you in person and know, touch your face that you are real, see the back of your head that you're not on a screen. But some people, it works really well. Know who you are. Are you an in-person kind of person? Then you need to get your ass, hit the streets, right? Go out, be with your friends, let people know, go to weddings, go to parties, go hang out, go to coffee shops, go travel. I just wouldn't be so focused on, I need to find someone, I need to find someone, I need to find someone, rah. It's like force. There's so much force. There's no surrender. There's no allowing. There's no trusting that it's going to come. Imagine you're on a trip, you go to Europe, you're overseas, you're traveling with a friend or by yourself and you're in some random cafe, alleyway, boom, and you see someone, hey, what's up? Whatever. You never know when these things can happen. You don't stop your life to make it happen. You live your life and by living your life, these things happen. I mean, my story with Hamish, if you haven't listened, go and listen to that podcast of how I met my husband. It's wild. I couldn't have created it in my own dreams. Insane. Makes no sense. And that's the magic when you don't know how it's going to happen, but you trust that it will and you act accordingly like it will without the scarcity and without the force. But use this time to get to know you. I, I promise you, you can probably hear my kid in the background screaming if you can. So sorry. I promise you that if you don't spend this, this time with yourself. You're not going to know who you are, what's important to you, what you want, what you don't want. Your signal's out. 
are not going to be clear when you manifest and attract and you want a clear signal. You want, this is what I want. This is who I'm being. This is where I'm going. So many marriages break up and it's because people are not aligned in their values and they get married for the wrong reasons. And if you're still single and you have an opportunity to actually decide what you want with your life or who you want to be and what kind of life you want to have and what's important to you, like, yo, take it, take it. And lastly, if you're out there in the world and you're dating and you're hopping and you're jumping and you're, and you're seeing yourself being a relationship hopper, being a, a, a relationship jumper, like you're just going from one relationship to the next and you can't be single. If you've said that before, like, I just can't stay single. I just don't want to be alone. I really want you to, to journal on those questions I asked earlier. I really want you to, what are you, what are you avoiding? What are you truly avoiding? What are you hoping to get? from another that you can't give yourself? What are you genuinely, genuinely avoiding and and steering clear of? And why can't you be with yourself? What does that mean if you decide to be alone by yourself? Who could you become if you got to know yourself and what you wanted and your desires more? Like, can you trust that everything is coming on its way to you in the right time? Maybe not the time you want, but the right time. And yo, I say this, as I say this to you, I say this to myself right now. Can you trust that it's on its way? You're alone for a reason right now. And are you alone or do you have friends? Do you have a circle, a community? Like you might not be alone. It might feel like you are. But trust why this period in your life is you with yourself right now. I would just, I would just ask you to journal on those questions and trust that. Because rushing into something just to not be alone could actually be worse at times. And I've seen it so many times with clients. We rush into things. We try to get into a relationship just to have one. And we're really not happy. And I don't want you to settle for less because you deserve everything you want. And it is out there and it is available. I promise you. I'm telling you from experience. Like It's so magical. Your ass couldn't even make it up if you tried. It's like unbelievable. But you have to believe that unbelievable shit is going to come your way. You have to believe that you are worthy of that. And if you don't, if you know you have issues with worthiness, with self-worth, with self-confidence, with knowing who you are, with believing in yourself, with feeling beautiful in your body image, if you have a lot of that, I really want to encourage you to start doing your inner work on yourself. And I'm not going to give you a time frame. Do you, boo. But I'm going to tell you right now, you do not want to attract someone into your life when you yourself feel not good enough 24 7 when you yourself are not a fan of your own self when you yourself don't feel worthy like you attract someone into your world what happened for me they're gonna prove to you oh yeah you you don't believe you're worthy cool let me show you and you attract these people not even knowing it because you don't trust and believe in yourself and think you're worthy and it's like hell no like if i could give my old self any advice my younger self it'd be like you are worthy and you don't need to put up with that shit. And it's not too late for you. And you have time. You have so much time. Go live your life. Talk about a man or getting a relationship or a woman. Go live your life. And as you live your life, these people and these circumstances and these things and these situations and these adventures and this journey will come and you'll bump into somebody and bam, that's it. And it's not planned and forced. It's definitely not forced. It's power, not force. So my single ladies out there, I'm sending you all my love. I know it can be hard. 
Get some good women around you, number one. Number two, get your ass into a community, a group, uh, a safe space, coaching, therapy, healing, women's circles. Get around good women that will fill your cup and remind you of how fucking worthy you are, queen. Get around those women. And lastly, get to know thyself. Get to know thyself. Journal, 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 journal. Talk to yourself. Unravel what you feel, how you think. Start doing that work. And I promise you, it will be so amazing when you do attract your love. I love you so much. I'll see you next week. Thank you so much for listening. I so appreciate your ears, your time, your energy, and your attention. Please do me a favor and head over to Apple iTunes. Subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. Share this episode with a sister who you know needs to hear it. And if you feel called to, leave me a review. I'd love to know what you think about the podcast. I'd love to know how this information is helping you change your world. Thank you so much for being here. I know that there are many podcasts you could listen to. And I really appreciate you listening to mine. Have a gorgeous week, honey.